1: Hello and welcome back SIP listeners to another STEM Information Podcast. This is Mage, and today I want to talk about engaging children in STEM education early. This has been a topic that has um, become very dear to me um, because I have a very young child and I'm beginning to become aware of just how... I think I've taken it for granted that you can learn certain um, uh, topics and um, subjects later on in life. Instead of beginning uh, very early on, whether it be at home or in preschool. And so, I came across this article, um, Engaging Children in STEM Education Early, by um, a Joshua Sneedman and just kind of wanted to share it with you all today. So it starts off with um, stating that experts in education, industry, and national security all agree that there is a national imperative to graduate students with a thorough understanding of science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. Back in 2007, a Carnegie Foundation commission of distinguished researchers and public and private leaders concluded that the nation's capacity to innovate and thrive in the modern workforce depends on a foundation of math and science learning. They conclude that a sustained, vibrant democracy is dependent upon this foundation in STEM. But many parents and teachers wonder at what age is it appropriate to start teaching STEM? And how can we implement these concepts into early childhood education? The answer is it is never too early to start STEM education and an ideal way to teach them is to go out into nature. And It's about building a foundation. Let's imagine that you're going to build a tall, strong building. You selected the perfect site, prepared the ground, and it's time to start building. Where do you begin? The... You certainly don't put the foundation on the fifth floor. So why should we wait until students are five years old and entering kindergarten to begin engaging in STEM activities? Students are incredibly active learners at one, two, and three years old. And we can start building their foundation in STEM as soon as they enter this world. Um, He goes on to talk about when my daughter was three, months i began allowing her to touch leaves watch spiders enjoy sunsets hold sticks and listen to waterfalls as well as go on nature walks we were doing stem at three months old yes i truly believe so she was investigating the natural world around her beginning to learn about how it works by testing it with her tiny fingers watching it change listening to its sounds and feeling its textures It's textures. The research is quite clear that the best practice in early childhood education is to break away from passive instruction and allow for more play and investigation. And this kind of learning early in life builds and builds an interest that that serve children throughout their school years and later in life. Lillian G. Katz in STEM in the Early Years lays out a case that the best practice for early education is to allow students to be active, engaged, and take initiative in their own learning. Long term research also indicates that being allowed opportunities to take initiative in your own learning is not only good for STEM learning, but for overall long term academic success. Unfortunately, in most academic instruction, children are in a passive or receptive mode instead of a more active or even interactive mode. Early childhood education should tap into children's natural curiosity and give them ample opportunities to be active participants in their own learning. Natural settings offer children almost unlimited opportunities to explore and investigate, helping them build STEM skills that create a solid foundation for future learning. The most important thing to remember about teaching STEM to early learners is that they are perfectly adapted to learn STEM concepts and it is not difficult to teach STEM to young children. The secret is to tap into their natural and innate curiosity about the living world. By simply allowing them to investigate, by encouraging them to ask questions about the real world, you are engaging children in STEM. While there are hundreds, if not thousands of recommendations, none is more simple and more powerful than this. Take children outside into nature. It is abundantly apparent to almost any adult that once you let a child walk down a dirt path, in a forest they start to explore their surroundings immediately it is that sense of explore that little researchers encourage more exploration and provide more opportunities to return to these types of settings if you don't have access to natural areas or even a more developed park you can plant a small garden make a terranium or simply make a start by growing seeds in cups the Boston Children's Museum stem sprouts teaching guide recommends the simple strategy of building students confidence and making them feel like experts by asking what questions rather than why questions why questions imply that there is a correct answer Why do birds have feathers? Or why does the rock sink in the water? Are questions that have answers that children may not know and may find discouraging. What questions, on the other hand, focus on what are they noticing and doing and can be springboards for teachers and students to investigate together? What are those ants doing? And what shapes do you see in those rocks? Are questions that invite children to observe communicate and be the experts. A recent study by a recent survey I'm sorry by Julia Torquanto and colleagues found that early childhood educators are least confident about teaching nature and science. In a survey conducted by Julie Ernest found that 92 percent of Minnesota child care teachers spend the majority of their outdoor playtime in maintained or developed play spaces and no teachers reported using natural areas for the majority of their outdoor playtime. Early science teaching is not a priority in most preschool classrooms and most teachers are not taking children out to play and explore in natural settings. We need to work together to change the status quo for our nation's children If the leading thinkers on education believe that our hopes for a vibrant democracy hinge upon a foundation of STEM education, then we need to be encouraging best practices in STEM from the get-go. One of the best practices in teaching and learning is to make learning relevant, and there is nothing more relevant than being outside and exploring the world we live in. Let's not wait another day to take young children outside to start engaging them in STEM education. I truly love this article and it has definitely given me a new perspective on approaching learning um, in a different manner with my own child. I would love to hear your thoughts. Uh, please send us an email at technologyexpresso at gmail.com or shoot us a tweet at tech underscore espresso. That's T-E-C-H underscore E-X-P-R-E-S-S-O. So for now, I will say goodbye, and hopefully you'll join me for another bit of sim, a sip of STEM. Um, Again, thank you.
0: You have been listening to Technology Expresso Cafe Radio. For a full list of our broadcast archives, social media handles, contact information, and upcoming shows, visit our website portal at www.technologyexpresso.com.net and .org. Call our event hotline, 855 484 for a list of STEM-related events in various states across the country. That's 855-484-6837. Your feedback is important to us. Send us an email through our website or directly to technologyexpresso at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and remember to listen, learn, leverage, launch,